Hello and welcome to the Blue Moonlight Podcast. I am your host. You can call me Gabby, I guess. That's my name. Um, Now, before I begin, I want to let you know this is not an astronomy podcast by any means. (laughs) So if you're here for like, I don't know, astronomy, moon phases, zodiac, all that stuff, um, this is not the podcast for you. (laughs) You can stick around if you want to find out what this is, but otherwise you can click out and find something that it is you're looking for um so if it's not that what is it well the blue moonlight podcast i want it to be a k-pop podcast so now you may be like what does blue moonlight have anything to do with k-pop well let me explain um just a little history um i am a nine-year-old shawl um which is short for shiny world which is the fandom name of the k-pop group shiny um so this podcast was inspired by one of the members, Kim Jong-hyun. He had a radio program from February 3rd to 2014, uh, sorry, February 3rd, 2014 to April 2nd, 2017. So it ran for like three years. The name was Blue Night Radio. Um, so that's where the blue comes in. Um, it's also, um, I guess you can say his member color. <laughs> um, so if you're curious, see Shiny World, the first concert, like towards the encore i want to say like every member like was in full like one colored thing (laughs) so um they had pants and a shirt that that was just their color so like jonghyun was blue um onyo was green mino was orange ki was pink and taemin was yellow um so he like blue is like his color so that's why i wanted to choose blue um, and he often talked about the moon and wrote songs with the moon as inspiration. So, like, his love for the moon was so well known within the fandom that they actually bought a piece of the moon <laughs> and, like, gave the certificate to him during a fan, fan-made fan sign. Um, and he was like, what? Is this real? Like, that was so cute, like, his reaction. Like, go check it out, the fan count it's adorable um so he like he loves the moon he's our angel moon baby so that's where the moon part comes in and then light (laughs) because bling bling is Jonghyun (laughs) um and he's very much associated with like shining and light and all that stuff like he has um a song called bichina which is shining um and I swear I'm not cursing, bitch. <laughs> I swear. Bitch in Korean means um, light or shining. So um, that's where the light comes in. <laughs> so that's why it's called Blue Moonlight Radio. So yeah, he's been um, a big part of my K-pop stand life as well as shiny. So Today is his birthday. Woo! Happy birthday! Sing it, Chuka, Yeah. So, I swear I'm not creating. I'm studying, though. Um, so, I always wanted to do something that would honor him, but I wasn't sure what. I'm not really talented in many aspects. Um, and then I started listening to Eric Nam's podcast. And all the others from the Dive Studios. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go check it out. 
go to the Dive Studios, Facebook, whatever, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening to this podcast. I am not sponsored by them, but they're amazing. <laughs> um, so check them out. Um, so I started listening to Eric Nam's podcast and I was like, hmm, this is basically like radio. <laughs> And Junghyun had a radio program, and I'm like, this would be a nice way to, like, comfort K-pop stands, um, or shed some light on either groups or members or songs that have personally, like, meant something to me or to any of the listeners if you want to join in. Um, so I wanted to do that. <laughs> now... As a shower, hmm, how can I say this? There's been a lot of inconsiderate <laughs> and triggering posts regarding Jonghyun. And just FYI, I'm not gonna bleep out his name or anything whenever I talk about him. Um, the only time I will would be when I mention anything regarding um i guess trigger warning of ak like just right now um anything regarding december 18th or my i guess feelings or experiences how i've dealt with that and all that stuff that's the only thing <laughs> and trigger warning if you want to come back um so i don't i don't want to bleep out his name or anything like that because I feel like that would be like I'm boxing him into how he left and like that's just like a reminder <laughs> to those who want to keep enjoying his music or or like sharing memories with him like um whenever I see like reactions to him like on youtube and all that stuff like new people finding out about him or like in compilations and all that it's like oh who's that like the first thing people are like oh he passed away and then it kind of like brings the mood down so, um and i feel like you shouldn't box him into how he left you know you can explain who he is without mentioning that like let people find out on their own let them enjoy him his vocal tone his talent his songs his songwriting all that stuff let them enjoy it without having that in the back of their mind like i <laughs> i guess one of my um i don't want to say dreams i guess like one of my hopes or wishes is that people find him and love him without having to feel sympathy for it I guess you can say um so that's kind of why I wanted to make this podcast um not to be like a constant reminder of how he how he left but like kind of just to celebrate him things he did his songs um all that stuff Wow, that came out <laughs> longer than I wanted to. Um, but yeah, so I'm not going to like bleep out his name or anything like that because I don't want to box him into 
how he laughed. So instead, in honor of his birthday, I want to kind of do like a top 12 <laughs> of my personal favorite songs that he wrote either for himself or his group or any other artist. Um, I picked 12 because this is Shiny's 12th year as a group. And if I did more than that, this would be a very long list. <laughs> and I am really indecisive, so this was actually really, really hard for me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm just going to name them, talk a little bit about them, and yeah. Like, honestly, if I could name all his songs, I would because they're honestly, like, all gold and bops and, like, mm. But I can't. I, I put a limit on myself. <laughs> kind of you'll see um so yeah um without further ado here we go okay so it was really painful to actually narrow it down so um let's let's get into it before i change my mind so number 12 is playboy by exo <laughs> so this song um, is off of their Exodus album. It came out in 2015. Um, and I was aware he wrote a song that was featured on, that was in the album. I just wasn't sure which one. And I just was listening through the Exodus album and then this song came on. And like right off the bat with the Hey Playboy, I'm like, this is it. I swear this is the song. And it was. Um, it just has... It's a very sexy song, <laughs> and it just has his color to it. Like, you can tell. Like, if you're a fan of Shiny and Jonghyun, you can tell this song was written by him. And not to say EXO did a really, like, they, uh, how should I say? Not to say that EXO didn't do well in the song, but it has a different feel from when they sing it to when Jonghyun sang it. Um, like at a fan meter and his concerts like it, it's it really does change depending on who sings it and I like both versions so much like oh and I don't know if I can say this like don't come at me XLS but I swear it's Jonghyun's vocals like in the background I don't know who says hey playboy but in the like in, like the climax and the high note I swear that's Jonghyun because I was watching live stages and like I'm sure Chen could sing it I'm sure Becky could sing it like Dio like I'm sure the main vocalist could sing it but they never show who sings that part in all the videos so I'm <laughs> and I swear that's Jonghyun's voice so I'm just gonna say it's Jonghyun if it's not you can correct me and I'll watch the video you show proof of <laughs> but I swear it's him even like in the in the album recording I'm like that that's 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 him like he's singing that part like I'm I'm sure other members could sing that part but I don't know it just doesn't sound the same um so yeah I love playboy it's sexy it's jazzy all the scats mm, yeah so that's at number 12 <laughs> all right number 11 is Prism by Shiny. 
so this song came out back in 2016 wow um it was part of their one of one fifth full album um and this song it's like the first song you hear on the album and you're like oh 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 like it's just like a spiritual experience you have to listen to it i don't know i don't know somebody said on twitter it gets hate and i'm like what have you heard the song it's crazy it's amazing like it's like one of those few songs that only shiny can do like if other groups tried to cover it it just wouldn't be the same um and it's it like it has that very shiny like john knew what he was doing when he wrote the song like he knew what the members were capable of mino has actual singing lines my god i love oh um like this one and what's it called tina says it before um romeo and juliet that's it kind of has that feel like it's it's r&b it's airy but it's like also fun and vibrant like from red to violet um it like all the ad-libs all the harmonies like it's something only shiny can do and that's why i love it so much like it's like oh everything about the song i love so much um and it's like one of those like i'm sorry i have to say this but it's one of I said before, it's like only one of the songs Shiny can do, and I have yet to see any Shiny song be covered by another group that's actually good. And I don't want to say actually good, but like that is like, that blows my mind. Like, wow, that was an amazing stage. I have yet to see it. I'm sorry. I saw TXT's um, replay, so don't come at me. Um, and it was it was good like don't get me wrong it was a really good stage but it just if if you see txts and then you see shinies even their debut one like it just it's a different feel for sure (laughs) and it's it's just one of those songs that that is magic and only shiny can do it justice so yeah that's prism i love it please listen to it it's great (laughs) Alright, um, number 10 is Taman's Pulso, or Already. So, this song came out, I think also 2016? Yeah. Um, it, part of his, I think it was his first full album, Press It. Uh, and, like, it's, well, it's, it's, it's a beautiful song. I was actually debating between this one and Pretty Boy. And although I love Pretty Boy, it, like, gets me hype every single time. Like, Bolso, already, I can never skip it. Like, it's, it's a beautiful song, but it's also heartbreaking. Like, if you read the lyrics, um, it's, like, kind of, like, he's still thinking about his past, um, girlfriend, partner, all that stuff. And... And he's like, she's already moved on. Like, she's already, yeah, she's already moved on from our relationship. But I'm still here, like, hurting and aching. And I'm like, oh, my God, this, uh. I've never been in a relationship. But 
I felt the pain of it through the song. Like it's so well written. Um, Jenghee wrote the lyrics and he composed the song, so I think that's what made it even more special to me. Um, and he also wrote Cocktail, that was that was for Taemin for his Presser album, but Taemin said that Cocktail was too high for him, <laughs> so that's why he didn't include it. Um, one of my dreams in the future is for Taemin to actually sing Cocktail, though, because I want to see how, how he would sing it. Um, but yeah. I love oh so I love already it's it's such a beautiful song uh and it that's why it's on this list like uh, every time I hear it uh, okay sorry next time <laughs> all right so at number nine we have um spoiler by shiny <laughs> So this song came out in 2013, um, and it's the first track in their Dreamgirl Misconceptions of You album. So, why do I like this song? First of all, have you heard it? Please listen to it now, very carefully. Um, <laughs> and, like, he wrote the lyrics for it, he didn't compose it, but he wrote the lyrics for it, and the fact that it's the first track of this album makes it all that more meaningful because he actually incorporated um the ti- the song titles of not only misconceptions of you but also misconceptions of me and i think us um in the album so he he literally tailored the song to include all the title tracks that that's weird they're not all title tracks all the song titles <laughs> Um, into this song and it's like mind-blowing like this was yeah it's so good um at first I got like because <laughs> they announced it too like before the album dropped they announced like um this song in like Jonghyun wrote it and has all the title tracks in the song and and like a few like even like months after this album like dropped there was a lot of people like, oh my god, spoiler literally has all the song titles in the song. And I'm like, yeah. But I don't feel that way anymore. Um, I was kind of like, yeah, they told us so. But then I'm like, mm, okay, yeah, I get it. There's new <laughs> there's new fans coming in to Shiny. So yeah, welcome to Shiny. Welcome to the genius that is Jonghyun. Welcome to to this fandom and I hope you stay for a long time like it's such a good song and actually it's one of my sister's favorite songs too <laughs> and she's not into k-pop that much but I I kind of dragged her into <laughs> the shiny world so she likes shiny at least and like this is one of her favorite songs too so I had to include it because it shows the connection between me and my sister and it's so good please listen to it like and then, like, kind of, like, look through the track list of Misconceptions of Me and Misconceptions of You. Like, they're all there, I swear. Like, it's, ooh, it's crazy. Um, so, yeah, that's number nine. Okay, so at number eight, we have Hansum Breathe by Lehigh. So... <laughs> Um, this song came out back in 2016, part of her Soul Light EP, um, and it was one of the title tracks, one of the two. I think the other one was 
hold your hand, something like that. It's, um, the reason I included this in here is because it's such a beautiful song. Like, wow. And her vocals on it. Like, she, she did such a good song. Such a good job. Like, it's beautiful. Like, it perfectly conveys what he wanted in the song. And he was so excited. Um, like, she's one of... She, he mentioned she has one of those vocal tones that he loves and he was so excited to write for it. And actually, um, YG didn't even know he wrote the song until the album came out. Like, Teddy made, made sure, like, he remained anonymous. Um, and then it just so happened to be one of the title tracks and it was, like, one of the biggest songs. And it still is, like, one of the biggest songs um, of that year. And... Um, yeah, it's, it's such a beautiful song. It's a very comforting song. Like, when I first heard it, it, it reminded me a lot of End of the Day. And it, in a lot of ways, it is like it. Like, it's very comforting. Like, uh, if you read the lyrics, you just feel like, wow. You just, yeah. (laughs) That, that wow that's that's all I can say like it's very yeah I don't I keep saying comforting but it really is like it's such a beautiful song Lehigh does an amazing job on it um it's one of the few songs I can't (laughs) skip either like every time I go on um I actually it's one of the few songs I I can sing properly (laughs) in Korean instead of like just like mumbling hoping I'm actually saying the right words in Korean um but it's slow enough that I can I can follow along and I'm confident that I'm pronouncing it properly (laughs) um but yeah it's a beautiful song thank you for writing it thank you Lehigh for singing it um and that that's really all I gotta say like I mean what more can I say just listen to it it's it's fantastic Okay, coming in at number seven. Okay, I'm gonna try to sing it. Actually, there's two. I'm sorry. I know I said twelve, but like they're kind of like in the same radar. Um, so it's. Before I spring and, bish bish na shining. So the reason I kind of included both of these in number seven, I know I'm cheating. But it's my list, please forgive me. Um, it's They're both in the same album, and they both kind of represent my feelings towards this album. Um, I don't want to get into it too much. Um, I put Before Our Spring first because like it's a beautiful song, and it's also heartbreaking. <laughs> um, and... Shining because it's it's very upbeat and it's what I needed at that time <laughs> to kind of like pep me up, I guess. Um, so I don't know if I should say trigger warning here, but I guess trigger warning. Um, these two songs came out in 2018. Um, part of his poet, I guess, slash artist album, and it was, um, the last album he 
came out with. Unfortunately, he was no longer with us at this time. Um, so this album, these two songs represent what I feel in this album. Um, maybe at a later date, I will go through each song and what I interpreted it as. Um, I just, uh, it, I love this album, don't get me wrong, but it's very hard for me to get through. <laughs> so although there's like very, like, uh, although there's a lot of bops in this album, um, I'm the type of person that reads the lyrics too. So like if I, if like, say the music video came out, it did. So when I was first watching Shining, Pichina, I watched it through once. I was bawling just let you know um and then I just watch it just to take in all the visuals everything all the colors the choreography vocals like just let everything sink in and then I watch it a second time with the lyrics um and then that gives me kind of like an input on what the song is about <laughs> and um like when I read the lyrics I was like crying again <laughs> Because it's like, I'll always be with you. Like, that that just hit me hard. <laughs> and then, um, before our spring, it's, it's also like, I've had those feelings too, <laughs> I guess you can say. Like, if you read the lyrics, or if you've read the lyrics, you know what I'm talking about. Um, but read the lyrics so you can be more aware. But, like, it's kind of like I had the that same feeling too like for whatever reason I love winter and I love like um autumn like it's just like very like the the weather is beautiful to me like I I love the cold but unfortunately where I am it's not that cold <laughs> ever um so like when it is cold like I just I love it but it's also like kind of a sad time <laughs> for me um and that was like before all this happened so like when when I read um the lyrics for before our spring it was like I deeply connected to it on a personal level so it was um it was very bittersweet I guess you can say and I'm trying not to uh cry about it <laughs> um so it was very bittersweet and shiny as well is kind of like bittersweet to me like it's 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 like he's telling us he's always going to be with us and and I know I'm always going to be with him like yeah of course absolutely like <laughs> I love you um so I kind of wanted to put this further up but it's also like there's a lot of other songs that I love so yeah uh, it's still pretty high up number seven that's what those two songs are maybe later <laughs> I will talk about them <laughs> Uh, yeah. There we go. That's it. <laughs> okay, so at number six, we have... Okay, I have sort of... I did two songs for number six, too. So, I'm sorry. <laughs> Bear with me. So, at number six, we have... S oh, God. Sangsapyeon, aka Symptoms, and Odd Eye, both by Shiny. So, Symptoms came out first, um, it came out in, 
2013, right? Uh, yeah, it came out 2013 with Everybody, and then Odd Eye came out in 2015 with the album Odd. So I kind of put these two together because they kind of give me the same vibe, like symptoms and Odd Eye are like very sexy and alluring, and in symptoms there's a lot of body rolls. <laughs> And those hats and that outfit, everything about it, I love it. And then Odd Eye, like, they're also, like, dressed, like, in black, very badass. But they, like, barely do anything, like, key. It's literally just standing there, rapping with an eye patch on him. And it just, like, it does things to you. <laughs> so, like, they're, they're kind of, like, they give me the same vibe. They're very sexy, mm, very sultry, like, ooh. Jenkins did such a good job writing this. Like, it's it's also one of those songs that only Shiny can do it justice. <laughs> um, and like the lyrics of it is like so beautiful. Like, I this this boy, the way he writes lyrics, my goodness, it's it's otherworldly. Like, it's very very poetic. But you also like feel everything that he wants to say. Like symptoms is like this this heartache of just loving you is too intense and uh and odd eye is like oh yeah if you haven't seen the live stages for either of these two you can do it now like if you want to put this on pause go watch them now <laughs> or like watch them after the podcast i don't know um just just do it and be amazed and join the fandom <laughs> because i swear like it's one of those songs that that'll drag you into it like their stage presence is amazing in the song and like all the ad-libs all the harmonies like I keep talking about this but that's really what makes shiny so, so special like they're great dancers they're great vocalists they're great um performers like like I said even key just standing on stage rapping makes you feel something <laughs> even though he's like literally just looking at the camera but it's like very intense like oh yeah, so <laughs> that's that's pretty much all I had to say about these two. Like, I love them. That's why they're so high up. Please watch them. Watch the live stages. They're amazing. Okay, so <laughs> here we go. Oh my god. At number five, we have, I hope I say this correctly, Noah Naikori, a.k.a. Celine 623. So, this song is um, part of the Misconceptions of Us album. So, Misconceptions of Us basically combined Misconceptions of You and Misconceptions of Me and kind of like combined them together um, into an album. It's kind of like a compilation album. And it only had two new songs, this one and um, Better Off. Oh, sorry. Better Off. <laughs> um, the reason I picked this song is because out of most of the other shiny songs, first of all, it was composed by Jonghyun. <laughs> it was like the lyrics he wrote it and all this stuff. So it's very special to me. It's about the moon. Hello, Blue Moonlight Podcast. Um, and it could kind of have two meanings, I guess you can say. Like, it could be a love letter to the moon um 
but when I was listening to it, I knew, I knew like it, it could have been about the moon, but when I was listening to it, I'm an international fan, so I'm not in Korea or Japan, um, I can't always go to their concerts or fan signs or album release, um, uh, like fan meetings and all that stuff, I, I really want to go one day, but unfortunately I'm not able to because I don't live in those countries, um, so for me this song was more about international fans, um, and one of the lyrics that I really love is like, I reach my hand out but I can't touch you, no matter how far I reach, something like that, that's my favorite lyric because I'm like that is me with shiny and all these other groups I love because like it like they're so close to me but they're also so far away like I I can't reach them and <laughs> like I love you but I can't reach you like you're you shine too brightly for me and all that stuff like it's um it's like honesty and med- dangerous medusa number two like if you if you actually like read the lyrics for those it's a fan song it's a song for the fans like saying like honestly i love you like um we're shining in the east west like where everywhere our light shines for you or you vice versa and all that um but celine 623 is is so special to me because <laughs> i think it was in the fifth shining world concert or fourth, one of those, um, they were promote, they were doing overseas concerts, like, one of the few times they've done it, I think it was, like, in, like, they went to South America and all that stuff, um, and for, for those audiences, I believe it was actually Jonghyun who said, um, this song is actually for you guys, about you guys, because we understand that, um, you we can't always meet (laughs) um so even though we're far away just know we're here for you (laughs) so it's it wasn't and like it's funny because for the korean fans it's like you guys might think this is about you but no this is about the moon but then he said the opposite for the international fans when they went to um to do their concerts was like he said it it is for us i was like it just gives me so much feelings and every time i listen to the song i cry <laughs> because i just love them so much and like it's just ugh, if you read the lyrics it like perfectly conveys any international fans feelings towards their bias group so yeah listen to it it's beautiful all the harmonies like he's saying that but like seriously it's ugh, it it if you don't tear up then i'm I don't know what to tell you, um, but it's it's honestly beautiful. Please give it a listen. Okay, so at number four, we're almost there. It is Shiny's Namu Adam Down 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 View. <laughs> so this song is at number four because honestly, it's just that great. <laughs> Um, it was written by Jung Hyun. It is one of their biggest title tracks. Like, show me somebody who doesn't like the song. I dare you. It's like, it literally came out in 2015. Part of the Odd album. It, they were ahead of their time. Like, literally, Shiny is always ahead of their time. Like, this song came out in 2015. And just now, or within like the past year or two, so many other songs came out like with this kind of like tropical 
um, deep house sound to it. Like there's so many groups are doing it now, but like Shiny was first. <laughs> Let me just say that. Um, and like everything about this song and this album and this concept was like so good. I was shook. Like if you watch the music video, Mino's arms. That's all I have to say. And the dance was amazing, choreography, vocals, all that stuff, and the music video. A lot of people are confused about the music video, but um, for me, <laughs> I feel like the girls kind of kidnapped Shiny, but not in like a in a malicious way. I guess like they, it kind of represents how showels want to take them away and let them like have fun, de-stress, just dance, um, play games, like just, you know, like take them away from their their busy life that they have to like portray this image on screen. Like they just want them to be themselves and have fun. And I think that's a beautiful message. A lot of people don't don't really get that when they watch the video. Um, but I guess for me and for other showels, that's what it means. And it's so pretty. Like, oh my god, can I just say, like, platinum blonde Jonghyun is, like, so powerful. <laughs> and, like, Damon's hair, like, the violet, and Key's hair with the rainbow. <gasps> oh my gosh. Wow, I am going back to this, like, oh, the yeah, this, this, this era was clearly superior. I mean, all their eras, but, like, this one was, like, it, yeah, it did stuff to me. Anyway, that's number four view. Please listen to it. It's amazing. All right, here we are. Top three. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, okay, so at number three, we have Choa. She is. Okay, can I just say... I literally wanted to choose so many songs in this one album that it was a problem. So I just ended up choosing the title track because it's amazing. <laughs> um, and what's so special about this song for me is that in general, like this album she is, is the first one that actually told me a story. And a lot of other artists... They're like, oh yeah, this album kind of tells a story, um, like the way like each, each song is, um, in the order that it is, it tells a story. Like, please listen to it, and then I would listen to the albums, and I'm like, I don't get what the story is, cause first they're together, then there's heartbreak, but then in the next song they're also together. So it's like, is it just kind of like back and forth love song? Like, what? So I was always confused about um, artists <laughs> whenever they said that. And then I would listen to it and I'm like, I have no idea what story you're trying to tell. Um, but for Jonghyun and this album, She Is, it actually legit told me a full-on story. And I'm like, wow. This is the, f literally, this is the first time I've ever felt this way about an album so I'm I know I said I'm only doing 12 
but let me just go through this album <laughs> so the first one she is for me this is the story that i interpreted it it's like okay a few i don't want to say months probably like a month ago one of um one of his friends i think it was from we freaky i'm sorry i forgot your name um but one of his friends posted on instagram like little um snippets of like the early versions of songs they worked on together and he showed a little snippet of she is so if you know <laughs> if you've heard the song um it starts off like oh she is like oh she is and then he names a something he likes about the girl like oh she is your um your eyes your lips like just naming stuff he likes about the girl um <laughs> when this song came out there was a lot of like I know he's saying oh she is but it just sounds like he's saying oh shit and then when um, his friend came out on Instagram to post little snippets he's actually saying oh shit <laughs> and then I'm like we were right what so it was like just like an aha moment I guess within the fandom because like oh my god yes Um, but he changed it because he wanted to promote it and you know broadcasting companies wouldn't let him promote it if it had cursing in it so knowing that it just makes a lot more sense for him going oh shit and then naming something he likes about the girl instead of oh she is but like i get it he's very witty that way like i love it <laughs> um and he did that with a lot of his songs too like he's very witty about like um different words that sound the same and like kind of like changing the mob like it's uh it's great so um oh man i would i said i wanted to go through this but i'll probably do that another day like go through each song and tell you the story that i interpreted it in this album um but like yeah also jenghan's pink hair <laughs> in this promotional era like, can we just say pink hair Jonghyun, like cherry blossom hair Jonghyun is like clearly superior to all the other colors. And he was so excited about it. He was so like, his members like, were like, yeah, you showed us this already. Like when he wanted to dye his hair that certain pink, <laughs> he was so excited about it. It was so adorable. Um, other honorable mentions, I guess, <laughs> for this album would be Moon. Yes. Moon is my only complaint <laughs> about about this album is Moon that it is way too short. <laughs> like I need more. Please. You could have given me like a minute more of this song and then it would have been perfect. <laughs> like this song does something to you. And then Cocktail is also in this album, which I mentioned previously with um already. Um this song was uh, he wrote it for Taemin's album, Press It, but Taemin ended up not choosing it because it was too high for him <laughs> vocally. So Jaehyun just put it in his album, and it actually matches really well with the story he wants to tell. Um, and like I said, I, I in the future, I do want to hear Taemin sing <laughs> this song to see like what his interpretation for it would be. Um, that high note, though, in Cocktail, oh my god. I had to have a moon to pause there. Okay, and um, the other honorable mention in this one would be Suit Up. <laughs> this song, 
is one of the few songs I can never ever skip in this album like it comes on and then I'm like guess I'm here now I can't skip this because it's such a beautiful song um and if you don't know okay I'll just say it's about sex he said it (laughs) when like in in his album release um fan meeting and all that stuff he said in his words it's a song about what you do the night of your wedding <laughs> um and but it's like such a sweet and gentle and tender song that like it just mm, it just thinks to you helpful so yeah that um this whole album is great and that's why suit up is my favorite one on this one because i just i couldn't choose so i just chose the title track all right so at number two (laughs) i also have two on here because i couldn't choose i'm sorry okay so number two is monodrama by jonghyun and tatutan kyoil aka our season also by jonghyun so (laughs) for these two songs um monodrama came out in 2015 in his first um album mini album called bass um and our uh, our season (laughs) not our spring our season came out in 2017 with um the story op 2 so (laughs) um these songs they're not even from the same album so why did i choose them well monodrama was a call out post to me <laughs> so that's why it's number two so uh, no surprise i've never been in a relationship but um i like writing stories and imagining things <laughs> and monodrama is basically like <laughs> the the narrator of the song is like um imagining a relationship between them and the person they like but they're like so unattainable like we get together we break up we make up and then we break up again like just stuff like that <laughs> so it's like a big color post to me like me right like imagining scenarios between me and my crush or something like that <laughs> or like just stories in general so i'm like wow he gets me <laughs> so like th- like this is like kind of like one of the most personal songs for me (laughs) because i just like i felt like he perfectly articulated myself i guess and like okay don't get me wrong everybody loves jonghyun right um and everybody knows he's a great vocalist like with his falsetto and his high notes and all that stuff but this song he's more on his lower register and it's so i guess refreshing and also so like sexy <laughs> like it it just gives you a different feel for the song like it it wouldn't work as well if he was singing it in his higher register so it's like one of those few songs that he actually sings in his lower register and it's like it, it's magical <laughs> and also a color post um and for our season um i chose this song more to represent 
the album that it comes in, like story OP two. Um, this this album is like he said before is like story OP one was more of stories, uh, or songs that he wrote from stories sent in by his listeners from his radio podcast or radio sorry, radio show, <laughs> not podcast. Um, but story OP two was more like of his stories and his personal feelings and all that stuff. So. I don't want to get into it. <laughs> um, it's like when I heard this album, it was very personal for me too. Just knowing it was personal for him, but like a lot of songs, like the feelings he conveyed in them, like I felt the same. Um, I would have put lonely, but I feel like this the song just conveys what he want wanted to tell us at the end. Sorry, trigger warning. What he wanted to tell us at the end. Um, and it's it's a beautiful song. Um, maybe later on I'll talk about the deep meaning behind it for me personally. And um, and the album, like, like, just go through the album itself and talk about the lyrics and how I interpreted it and stuff like that. So... Yeah, <laughs> that, that those two are at number two because uh, one is a color post to me, and it's also like the first ah trigger warning, the first song, um that came on shuffle, <laughs> of either hits or shinies, um that had his voice in it, and it's also the first song like I I fell in love with like at first listen. Um. And it's the first song that came on after his passing. And it's kind of like, at first, <laughs> I was like, well, damn, he gets me. <laughs> like, this is the first song I, like, it, um, I connected with on a personal level. And it's the first song I listened to or that comes on after all this. Um, but then when I thought about it more, I'm like, wait, is this a good thing or not? Because, like, was I just, like, idolizing and fantasizing and pretending everything is okay when it's not and all that stuff? Or, like, it's not real and all that? Um, but even... I kind of, like, took myself out of it. It's still a song that really means a lot to me. And our season is is a song that, that means a lot to me, too. <laughs> um, it's so beautiful. The The lyrics are well written and you can tell like you can feel his emotions through it also um yeah not today <laughs> maybe at a later time i'll talk about story op2 and um poet artist those albums but not today <laughs> um but yeah those those two songs mean a lot to me and that's why they're at number two all right we're finally here at the number one spot so my all-time favorite song written and or composed by the legendary Kim Jong-hyun is... Okay, I hope I say this right. Harue Kut, aka End of the Day. So this song is from um, Jung-hyun, the collection story OP1. It came out in 2015, um, and it's kind of 
like the reason why it's the number one is kind of the same reason for monodrama in the way that it's well it's not a call out post <laughs> but um this was like his first uh, would it be like official comeback since his debut like solo debut um but he never really promoted it on music shows so i don't know but i'm, I'm gonna say it as it's his first comeback and this song came out at a time where i was really struggling <laughs> okay i'm gonna try not to cry during this part but it came out like i i'm the youngest in my family but i'm also the most responsible and younger siblings who have to be responsible <laughs> you know what i'm talking about like it can be really overwhelming sometimes like i'm the one who like drives my mom and sister to work to run errands for groceries who's in charge of the bills who's um who, like just has to like be the pillar at, to keep everybody like standing and all that stuff so it it was i was very overwhelmed at the time and also like like struggling mentally internally and i'm not one of those people who um who talks to anybody <laughs> or who um who says what they're feeling i kind of like just bottle it up and like hope it doesn't explode or overfill or something like that like I just like yeah I really bottle up my feelings and so I was really <laughs> struggling at this time I was just very mentally drained and then this song came out and I was excited of course because this was first comeback so I was like really excited to to hear new stuff from him and knowing that with this album he wrote and composed all the songs because it's stories taken from his radio show at the times um, and it was kind of like a work in progress. We thought grow through his radio show. And then it was finally here. Um, so this song, um, the music video really hit me hard too. <laughs> so it's if you haven't seen it, it's about this girl in the sky. They're both like in different parts of Seoul, I want to say. And like she's kind of coming home after work and it just shows her in like her routine home but she just looks so mentally drained and just so like uh, dejected I guess and I'm like that yeah same girl <laughs> I feel that um and then the guy is I want to say he was like waiting on her straight for her to come home and all that stuff um and then as the music video goes on you can see her like just going home but like not really like feeling anything and then they meet and then she sees him and the music stops and then she like goes to him and starts like silently like trying to cry and then he's just like holding her and just letting her cry <laughs> and then the music starts up again and then I was like crying with her <laughs> and I'm like oh my god this is so beautiful and then um I watched it again with the lyrics because you know I do that and then I was bawling by the end because at that time like I said I just bottle up my emotions so I don't let anybody know if something's bothering me or anything 
But to hear the words, you're doing well. It's okay. You're doing well. Like, sugo hesoyo. Like, especially, like, the last... <laughs> I'm sorry. Especially the last um, few lyrics of it. Like, sugo hesoyo. Like that part, like it's like you're you've done well, or you did well. Um, you are my pride, <laughs> and like that, that meant so much to me at that time, because even though I had nobody. Um, I don't want to say I don't have nobody. Of course, I have my mom and my sister and all that, but like I still don't really talk to them about it. But to have somebody that I love and I admire say that to me, even through a song, <laughs> and at that time I was like really, really devastated. But just to have that song at that time meant so much to me <laughs> that like, um, I was just. I was just crying and letting it out and letting all my emotions out and I put it in the pretense of like oh my god this song is so beautiful <laughs> and like my sister was like why are you crying like Jungkin just came out with a song and his first comeback and it's so beautiful like I was just like just playing it off like that but like honestly that that song hit me the most and <laughs> it it sorry it's a song that conveys not only what I needed to hear but also what I wanted to tell him and all of Shiny about what they meant to me so it's kind of like a double-edged not sword but it was like a double meaning for me and to this day so beautiful and it's kind of like the high breathe like concept not really concept, but you know, like that same frame of like comforting somebody who's struggling. Um, and it's also one of the songs that I can <laughs> sing without butchering the Korean. <laughs> so, like, I made sure, like, if I sing it, I'm gonna sing it right and properly, <laughs> like at karaoke. I don't sing it at karaoke because I know I'll start crying, but it's um, one of the songs I, I sing often when I'm feeling. Um, down and it just always cheers me up and I just want to say thank you Jonghyun for writing such a beautiful song and I hope I could have relayed the lyrics in the song to you <laughs> sorry <laughs> so that's that's why it's number one okay so yeah that was basically painful trying to put a list on this a lot harder than I thought it would. Um, I'm sorry if I don't mention any of the songs you like. Um, I would love to hear which other songs written and or composed by Jonghyun that you love. Um, leave a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify wherever you're listening to this um, and tell me what are your favorite songs written by Jonghyun. In the future I do want to go through his other albums like I said she is, Story OP2, um, poet, artist, maybe, <laughs> or like just all his ones in general and the songs and what they mean to me and all that kind of like I did here. Um, or like my interpretation of the songs. I always love them album reviews, like on Junkie Minky, 
if you know those youtuber girls like i love them and i love watching their album reviews especially for shiny because i like it gets me a different perspective of a song that maybe i didn't think of and i think it's just really cool like even though it's the same song and the same music anybody could interpret it differently um so yeah um i just want to shine i also want to shine some light on different k-pop artists and not always jonghyun or shiny I like i maybe like go through tana's discography um <laughs> once they come back from the military if they have more songs like key and news and you know please get a solo album too <laughs> or like different groups like bts got seven older groups that need some love too fx missy um and like just hear my opinions on them or their songs or members highlights <laughs> um if you have someone you want me to talk about you can comment on apple Podcasts or spotify um rate <laughs> i probably did horrible um or email me at blue moonlight podcast at gmail.com and this was a special birthday episode celebrating um, Jang Hyun and his artistry and Jang Hyuni I just want to thank you for sharing your talent and artistry with us you are the best thing that's ever happened to me you are my pride I love you so much and even though I miss you every day I hope to keep your legacy alive with this podcast happy birthday you did well Whew. okay um I'm also going to take his ending mental <laughs> from blue night radio but kind of tweak it so i'm sorry i love you <laughs> so this has been blue moonlight podcast i am gabby please come and rest next week